Trailblazing fam. Welcome to the Go Be Epic podcast. And thanks for tuning in for another episode. I'm your host, Angela Gentile. So the more episodes I do and the more I connect with these amazing trailblazing millennials, I am just so reminded how necessary it is for community, especially community like this, where you're really claiming your truth, stepping outside of the norm and like busting out of the box. It's really powerful. And I'm just really grateful and honored to be part of something like this. So thanks y'all for tuning in. Um, And if you want to go a little bit deeper and connect on a deeper level with like the motivation and the inspo of all the stuff that we talk about on the show, you can join the movement, which is the free text message community where you get weekly doses of inspo and reminders that you are so fucking badass and capable of living your big truth and your big dreams. So take out your phones and just text sweat remix one word to 855-534-2890 and join the movement. You'll get all the reminders you need to claim a life you fucking love. All right, y'all. So I am pretty pumped to bring on today's guest. It's quite an honor uh, and also a special moment. I don't think we've ever connected like on this kind of like level and have put our badass lady conversations out into the open to the world. So it's a very special moment. Um, She has been an inspiration to me from all areas, from business to wellness, to womanness, confidence, and just having folks in your life who are just so aligned, connected, and just spreading the message of self-love is the energy that I think we're all here for, you know? And I think it's also important to mention that this next guest is so versed in living her truth making a pivot, letting go of what isn't working, then our next guest, Sarah Gaines. Sarah Joy Gaines is a writer, speaker, yoga teacher, fitness instructor, and creator of Joy Flow. She is on a mission to revolutionize what we have been taught about the body, reclaim it as our greatest guide and healer, and shift our focus to feel good from within. She's been building wellness brands, communities, and resources in service of this mission since 2013 and is currently pursuing her master's in women's spirituality, gender, religion, and social justice. I know, totally badass. Sarah has taught around the world and has been featured in People, USA Today, and so many more. She's also the founder of Joy Dust, a biodegradable, 100% plastic-free glitter, inspiring folks to embrace play and be who they are. So y'all, I know glitter. I wish if I could just throw glitter right up in this podcast, I would. So let's get into it, baby. Sarah. Welcome, baby. <laughs> Hello. Hi. Hi. Oh. I'm throwing glitter. Me metaphorically. too. Me metaphorically. Too. <laughs> so thank you so much for being here. Oh, thank you. So it feels really good to be here. Really, really yeah, good. Yeah. I don't think we've ever done anything like this where we've like recorded, right? No, you, but you know what came up when you said that is when you were a panelist Mm. on the Y Society's panel and the topic was how to jump without a safety net. Just jump without a parachute, fucking Uh jump. Throw yourself wholeheartedly out of the plane, which I feel like might be kind of a topic of today's (laughs) conversation. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, I do remember that. God, when was that was like that 2016, been, 2017? I think we started it in 2016 or so. Yeah. So some 2017, yeah. 2018-ish. It was at a WeWork, the WeWork on I think Stewart Street in good old Back For Bay. Sure. Uh, right. yeah. The good yeah, days good in Boston. So so <laughs> much has changed since then. You know what oh, I mean? Oh yes. Oh yeah. So much. 
So I think before we start talking about like jumping out of planes and stuff, maybe talk about how you've kind of gotten here, like anything you want to share and tell the audience a little bit about yourself. For sure. Which I'll say I have not yet jumped out of a real plane, but I feel like at some point. Yeah, I know. I don't know why I felt like that was something you've done many times. I don't know why. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe one day. Um, Okay. Okay, So let's see. So I think great place, you know, to situate ourselves, you and I connected in Boston in the wellness world there. And that's really uh, my starting place into all this. I uh, started my first business there, Fit University, nationwide community of college students living a passionate about living a healthy life. And really what sparked through the creation of Fit University that I think has really gotten me to where I am today is this notion that I was pushing, which is fitness is not just physical, it's mental, it's emotional, it's about having fun, it's about doing what feels good. And really this big mission of fitness is not about what it looks like, it's about what it feels like. And Mm -hmm. that, which I was coming to, you know, back then, 2013, 2014, uh, really just opened up a whole portal for me to get to where I am now, which is leading and guiding intuitive movement through a movement practice I created called Joy Flow, which is all about moving in a way that feels good for your body, understanding the power and the wisdom that your body holds, and just embracing that because what I have found is that in doing so, in letting your body lead the way, in expressing what wants to be expressed, we can see that trickle into all areas of our life. And that's really the essence of everything I've always done. Started my first business in college, have always just, you know, my vision, my mantra then was have a vision, see that vision, make that vision come to life. And I really think that I've just iterated on versions of that, uh, leading me to here now. Yeah. Yeah. That sounds like how you've rolled for sure. For (laughs) sure. So I love that, you know, and, and I don't want to get too much into it, but there, it wasn't just like I created this and now I'm here. There's a whole long laundry list of things that we try and that we do. And that feel very aligned to us at the time. Yeah. So when you were creating some of these projects for yourself, specifically like fit university, how did you know it was time? to pivot? Uh, That was, so Fit University, I'll say it started just as my own blog. It then just grew into this thing that was so much bigger than myself with students. I didn't know it was a blog. Oh yeah. I didn't didn't know that's how it started. Oh, it started. So just for you, right? Like didn't imagine it would be this movement. Never, never. Okay. Started as just like, here's my thoughts about living healthy in college. And Mm -hmm. then over the course of probably like the next year or so, then started having other students submit their own writings. And, and it really did just take on a life of its own. And, but it was in a sense, you know, it was my, my first business, my first big, like passion and inspiration that was coming through me. And so you hear this a lot in business of like, it's my baby. And, you know, being where I am now in business, I understand a lot of, you know, creating the maybe disconnect between it. It's not your baby, it's your business, but that's a whole other story. Mm -hmm. But it really Mm -hmm. was. It was just this piece of me. And I, for me, after a number of years, I had already graduated. I was hosting events. I was partnering with really amazing brands and we had built a team, but 
I think it was ultimately this point of feeling burnt out for one thing. I was also teaching mm -hmm. a ton of group fitness, I think like 16 classes yes. a week. And yeah, so we, we know that track. And yeah. so I yeah. think I, I was just overall burnt out and it was kind of to this point of, you know, like mm, the things that I was trying weren't working. I wasn't, um, there, there was just like, it was no longer flowing in the way that it once was. And yeah. there were, it wasn't an easy, just like, okay, this isn't working. I'm going to stop now. I would say not. it yeah. was, especially because of how passionate I was about the mission and frankly still am. I like still think about Fit University and how important it <laughs> is, but it, it really took a long time to accept that, okay, I'm going to let this go. Like this mm. is no longer this is no longer serving me. This is no longer what I'm here to do. I've, you know, I've been able to connect with so many people, do a really amazing things. And um, yeah, it was really just a, a slow release. Um, yeah. Yeah. Which I find uh, in any pivot has kind of always been the case. It's like these little nudges. It's like the concept of the, the feather, the brick and the mortar truck. You know, you get yep. these little feather tickles. If you don't listen, you start getting bricks thrown at you. If you don't listen. I'm a brick kind of gal. 100%. <laughs> I'm a brick. I'm a brick kind of gal. Yeah. 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 And yeah. then if you know, if you, the, if not the bricks, then the mortar truck. And so, <laughs> you know, and everything that I, that I do now is, is centered around, well, how closely can I feel the tickles, the feather tickles? But, you know, I think that sentiment rings true with Fit You, where it was just like, there's nothing else here. Yeah. And then releasing that's, the identity attached to it, which was a whole other thing. Woo. That's, that's it right there. Yeah. Like the identity, when I think you create anything and you become so close to it yeah. and you, regardless of what you're creating, I think when your identity gets wrapped up in a role, uh, like I am an entrepreneur, uh -huh. I am a mom, I am a X, Y, Z, your like even just the semantics of, of the yes. syntax of your sentence like i am as a beingness you know so you get really integrated where that that thing becomes your life and your identity so if you get rid of that like who am i so we often totally. can find ourselves staying in situations that don't fucking work so i'm so glad that you said that completely and the reality is right it's like we are multi-dimensional beings we have so many different components of our life and so you know, I think releasing the attachment to that identity of I am this gives you the opportunity to kind of like dance around maybe like the wheel of all the things that you are. Yeah. In right now. Yes. You know, because yeah. I, I, I mean, I'm God bless. Like I, I, if working the same job for 30 plus years, amazing. That's great. I love that journey for you. I personally, and I feel like we're probably on the same page and then people listening to this, like get a little like verklempt here, just thinking about being in the same place for 30 mm. plus years, even, even five years seems like a lot, you know, to not, cause you, that means have you not evolved? So that means everything in your life fits still. Right. You know, right. interesting, just an interesting perspective. Totally. And it, it makes me think of, you know, it's not what you do, but how you do it and the intention mm -hmm. and the energy that you're showing up with, because I mean, Hey, maybe there is something in the doing the same exact thing, you know, 
for however long, but what's the energy that you're showing up with? And ultimately, like, what's your own intention? And, you know, are you are you feeling fulfilled and connected and, and dropped into what you are truly meant to be doing? Yeah, that's a great question to ask. So anybody like wh- whoever's listening right now in this moment, ask yourself that, you know, wherever mm-hmm. we are in our life, like, is this fulfilling? And what would you say if they said the answer is no? Yeah, of which, you know, that that was flagged for me too. And I think it, I think where we see a lot of problems maybe with this self-help transformation era that we're now in is this Mm -hmm. almost like this sense of, well, if I'm not feeling that, then something's wrong and I need to fix it immediately. And, and yes. And right. Like there are moments of time where you're maybe going to be in places where you realize, oh shit. Yeah. This, this isn't it. And okay. What a wonderful, beautiful opportunity. And in terms of I always like to think about like when you set an intention. So let's say the intention is I want to feel fulfilled. You will start to notice all the ways in which you are not fulfilled. And that is what's being illuminated for you to then step forth and shift. And so, you know, taking away the judgment of, okay, if I'm not feeling fulfilled, that's that's not good or bad. It just is right. What am I going to do? Always is. Yep. Yeah. And, and from that, you have the power to do anything always. And yeah. as my little laundry goes off in the background, I love those new laundries <laughs> and like dishwashers and they play like little songs. I'm just yeah. waiting for the next edition where you can program the songs. I would play like Missy Elliott yeah. all day long throughout my house. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. That's just like built in dance parties throughout the day. And we Insane. all need more of that. Like a- like a quick 30 seconder, you know? Absolutely. Great. That would enhance the overall well-being of this planet. 10x easy. Um, Whirlpool, Ken Moore, <laughs> like what are the some of the names here? Like, we're ready. Trademark we ready. TM. <laughs> Dance party appliances TM. That's <laughs> are like we that. on to it? Yeah, I think, I think so. we're on to it. I think so. <laughs> but it's not our identity. <laughs> Listen, no, not, but like, I definitely want one in my house, like for multiple sure. in my house, for sure. in my house. Yeah. So no, I, I, I love that you're saying that, like the idea of like, this is come, I, I look at it as like, it's coming up for freedom, totally. like the things Ooh, yeah. coming up for freedom, like that rub and that, like that I'm angry. I'm like, mm. I'm repeating the same feeling and I'm unhappy about it. Don't resist it. Stop trying to stuff that bitch back down. Like, totally. and you <laughs> know what? Out. I love the image that I just got was just yes. like this very cartoonish of like, you know, this little thing come being like, I'm ready for freedom. <laughs> you know, it's just like it it doesn't have to be this like overwhelmingly heavy thing. It's just like, yeah, this is coming up. It wants freedom. It wants space. It wants attention. It wants love. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that creates movement. It creates movement yes. of it, not just out of your body, yeah. out of your energy. But, you know, it allows space in your life for you to like call in and move towards what you want, you know, because it's coming up because you're not aligned and you're not in the right. You're not in the right place. Totally. You're being called totally. to something greater and different right now. Totally. And I think something to the point of pivoting things that were once aligned as you grow at some point in time may no longer be aligned. And that's OK. Yeah, that's OK. I think that's yeah. part of the journey, right? Totally. Right. Not everybody comes with you. Mm-hmm. And, and certainly not everything. Yeah. 
for sure. For sure. So with season that, a reason like, a lifetime. Love that. Yeah. That was something like someone told me in high school, I think like with a first breakup and I'm like, <laughs> like, I get it. Like, that's fine. That's very trite, but yeah, yeah it, there is, there is truth to it. Cause you think you're just going to like, Oh, it's going to be friends. Bro. <laughs> <laughs> so with this concept of like, we're sort of talking about this, like embodiment and moving and pivoting and energy. How has all of this gotten to you to your program now and what you're doing to embrace like spirituality, gender, women, like these social mm. constructs, everything? Ooh, That's kind of a loaded question. A and question. I don't, I know. Let's dive so, in. Where you uh, yeah. Okay. So I'll say this. When I, hmm, maybe I'll work backwards. When I applied for my program that I'm in now, my question of inquiry was, what does it mean to have a female body? What has it meant? And how does that play out in our society? Mm. And for me, and, and so because like how I even got to that place of inquiry is because my story of even how I got into fitness and even how I got to the mission of fitness looks and feels differently for everybody was Starting at eight years old, I was always trying to change my body, always trying to make it smaller. And then eight to early 20s, diet, over-exercise, I did bodybuilding, all these things. It was always, again, always trying to change my body, always wanting flat stomach, all these things. Um, that is so common in our society um, mm -hmm. because of the image of fitness and quote, an ideal body that has been promoted to us through the media, society, et cetera. And so I came to a point probably around the time that I was starting Fit University and blogging. And this was often like the content of my blogging of learning uh, moderation was the starting point, right? Like learning how to moderately eat, learning then later intuitive eating and mindful eating and practicing affirmations that my I am beautiful, my body is strong and all these things. And so- Ultimately, over time, a number of years of that deep exploration, what got me to, mm, I don't want to say like finally heal or finally shift, right? because it's like, it's always, it's an it's always evolving, it's ongoing. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But like the thing that really clicked for me that got me over <laughs> the hump, let's say of wanting to change my body and controlling the way I move and eat and all that was spirituality and was mm -hmm. beginning to connect with the power of my body through breath, through movement, not in the sense of I'm going to go work out, but really starting to tune into on a subtle energetic level, what happens when I just let my body start to move. And so I I guess to wrap up the story over COVID went through a big opening of just deep, deep, deep healing was living in the middle of the woods. It was wonderful. No, and was and I, it was, it was the best. And I, and with the help of, of a wonderful mentor, like really started to understand on an experiential level, the power and wisdom of my body. And for mm. me, that was just like, oh, wow, everything that we've been taught is just, <laughs> frankly, a distraction 
right? Like the more we focus on what the body looks like and try to change it, we're just keeping ourselves small. Yeah. Trying to keep ourselves small physically, but then also energetically, emotionally, all that. And so tapping into that and feeling that, and then just finding this utter sense of total freedom and joy and just pleasure mm-hmm. in my body and in my being and therefore in my life, that yeah. to me was just the wake up call of we got to do something about this. Yeah. Yeah. I can't like, like lightning going off right now. And I know it is for a lot of people too. Yeah. If you're in this certain age bracket of being a millennial, which I think is really important to talk about, we learn deference, right? We learn deference to just like give in. We learned to adapt and absorb and placate as a means of survival. Mm -hmm. So a lot of these notions around shrinking yourself down, it, it seems like a, like a, what would be a biological thing in the wild right? Like, don't make any noise. The lion doesn't get you Mm. fine. But I think in this sense, this becomes like a social construct around being small, shrinking down for the, the patriarchy. Let's just, let's just call it what it is. Let's call it what the fuck it is. Right. You know, these notions of, of women need to be in these boxes and they need to be ornamental and their bodies are ornamental and they're, they're good for this one thing in this one way, you know? So yeah, just, well, absolutely, absolutely. Right. And the essence of patriarchy is control and oppression and suppression. And so then what I'm interested are, what are the ways in which not, not just women, really all, all beings like, but what are the ways in which we've internalized that control, Mm. oppression and suppression and then play that out through diet, over-exercise, not expressing ourselves, keeping our voices to ourselves, all these things. And then on the flip side, tapping into spirituality, which to me is really just connection to self, connection to truth, how, whatever higher power you believe in, how does that create the bridge to the full expansion and freedom yeah. of who you are and what wants to come through you? Yeah. Could you, could you sort of elaborate a little bit more on the ways that those patriarchal things of like control and everything are showing up in say like a wellness space or a fitness space? Ooh, I mean, <laughs> I mean, this is one podcast. Like, <laughs> it's like, we got about 20 minutes left, but yeah. I mean, I think something that I had, have always been highly aware of uh, even early on in my fitness career. I mean, if you look at wellness and boutique fitness, for example, those spaces and places have been built for white upper middle-class women, for example. Absolutely. And so representation and inclusivity, not thinking, and and also like able-bodiedness, like there's so much that's missing from the conversation of mm-hmm. wellness. And, you know, I even just saw, uh, just on Instagram yesterday, it was, you know, wellness is we often think of it as, you know, infrared saunas or green smoothies, whatever, all these things. But true wellness mm-hmm. is making uncomfortable choices every single day to stay grounded and aligned with yourself. And 100%. so looking too at the way wellness also just perpetuates 
capitalism of saying, oh, buy this product. This will help your body. This will now we're seeing it also mm -hmm. in, in skincare Buy this product. You'll have perfect skin. Yep. The can yeah. of worms is endless. And, yeah, and so for me, what I intend to do is no, your breath, right? Like your breath is one of the most powerful wellness tools you have, if not the most powerful, I mean, literally, right. It's your life yes. force. Yes. You, yeah. you need it. Yeah. And so what can we do with our breath, with our body, with our imagination and intention, um, mm -hmm. and how that, you know, that's just right here, right now, you have it an infinite access to that. Absolutely. Yeah. I love that. I, I thank you for elaborating on that too. Cause I think that's where people can get a little stuck. We can get stuck being like, oh, I have to do some self-care. And I'm not saying I don't love a good manicure or that's sure. not, if that's not, if that's what you need in your life in that moment, but it's, again, that is that very capitalistic, um, placation distraction that we're buying into by thinking that self-care is something that we have to reach out and pull in yeah. versus, you know, real self-care is an alignment of like, what do I value? <laughs> Who am I? How do I show up every day to love, honor, and respect myself? And I right. love what you said. It is, it so is, it's a series of hard choices because mm -hmm. you're always going to, like you said, the feather, the bricks, the mortar, it's always going to test you always going to test you. And in order for you to stay grounded, you have to decide like, what does this fit? Does this work? Is this in my highest, best interest right. to do? Right. Yeah. Right. And then above all of that, compassion, forgiveness, and love mm -hmm. above all of it, all, all of it all yeah. day. Yeah. yeah. That is so powerful. I can, what are kind of your, how are you taking this now? Like what you're learning in this program and how are you applying it to like being this trailblazer that you always have been for like body positivity and self-love and like self-connection? How are you sort of like fusing the two together? If it's a great, what you're doing. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I mean, certainly. And it was, you know, people ask me like, what are you doing with this degree? And for me, the answer is just deepening my understanding of it all was for the me. things. Yeah. Yeah. This but but, me. but like also to go forth in the world and, you know, and bring it out in the world. And so I think, you know, for me right now, I'm still in a lot of digestion mode and, and I'm kind of just in the awareness and scanning section of what I'm doing yeah. with it. Um, kind of like how we were saying of like, what do you know to like, what do you do if like, you're not in the place of feeling fulfilled? And that's not where I am necessarily. I feel fulfilled, but I'm like, there's not necessarily anything like to do right now. I'm more in Fair. the like, what's like, what happened? What? Just yeah. Happened? Right. And like, and yeah. like, how am I showing up or how am I speaking or using words or engaging in anything? And mm. And is this still in alignment or does this need to be shifted or how do yeah. I want to go forward? So I'm still, I'm still in digestion mode. Yeah. I think that that's important to be, yeah. because I think when you go, when you go through anything that's profound, yeah. whether it is positively profound or negatively profound, there's always a, a rebirth <clears throat> of who, who am I yeah. with this new knowledge, with this new experience. And it's always, I call it like an emotional yard sale of, <laughs> <clears throat> 
what works. What, yes. This is like, what do I leave behind? What do I take with me? You know, yes. so I think that's a beautiful, very powerful place to be because what you step forward into next will be so fully aligned to like this new evolving version of you, which like I'm fucking here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And, um, oh my goodness, what I was about to say, just like completely just plopped out of my brain. Um, mm. oh, what I was going to say <laughs> is Let me play it back. <laughs> you know, it's like in, in any, in any journey, in any healing journey, awareness journey, it's like, once you see it, you can't unsee it. And then you 100%. start to see it everywhere. So mm. giving myself the spaciousness and the grace to feel like, okay, I don't need to like jump and do something with this immediately. I can, I can be in it and that's okay. Yeah. I love that. I think that's so powerful and such a beautiful place to be and just absorbing it and sitting yeah. in it and marinating it because mm -hmm. you worked hard, you worked hard to be there, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So, so I want to talk a, a little bit about joy flow. Yeah. Can you tell us about that? Because I do think that this is on brand and on point to totally. the spiritual and embodiment process that you're practicing, what you've learned. Yeah. So yeah. yeah. I like to say joy flow is the embodiment of everything that, you know, that we're talking about here. Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. And joy flow very simply is a practice of letting your body lead the way and moving in a way that feels good for you. Mm -hmm. And it pulls on tenants from yoga and breath work and ecstatic dance and intuitive movement. And it's really a practice of expression and self-expression. We start off with breath to come into the body, really grounding down. We do some sound release to just let out whatever we're holding on to. Yeah, a lot of sighs. We do laugh. We laugh. Um, and, and then ultimately it's all right. Like, let's start to move your shoulders. How do your shoulders want to move? How do your hips want to move? And then music builds. We let the body just, you know, let go and Experience. see where it goes. Exactly. Yeah. And then we come back down and, and end in a really just lovely, you know, Shavasana restful, um, posture. And what's so powerful about joy flow. And again, like it speaks to everything we're talking to here. What often happens if, if, and when you're not practiced in intuitive movement or ecstatic dance is you're going to start to move and the mind starts to question and judge. And am I doing this right? Does this mm -hmm. look weird? Is somebody looking at me? You know, all these things start to happen. And how often are we doing that? in our waking or not waking life, but in our, in our outside life right. with everything right. we do. It sounds like just not being present, you know, well, which most of us aren't just because we're on our phones or distracted or worried or like thinking about the past, right. worried about the future, never really right. thinking about, it. you know, like what maybe our family wants for us or what our friends yes. do versus like, okay, no, but what do I, what is true for me? And so in the joy flow practice, when you can start to, you know, you hear that and you're know, all right, take a breath and I'm going to move anyway and be in the practice of letting yourself just move how you really want to move those like little nudges. Ultimately, mm -hmm. that starts to translate and transfer into other areas of your life. Absolutely. I freaking love that. I mean, there's so many parallels to what we believe and what we do. And I just want to say this is what don't you feel like this is so what's missing from the wellness space too? Uh-huh. Yeah. 
Yeah. And, and like a big old, yes. Yeah. You but know, it, it's, it's, Hey, you know what? It's not totally missing. Cause I'm bringing it. <laughs> totally. Here we are just out here, like on our, on our soapbox being like, no, this is, is needed. Yeah. Why do you think there's so much resistance to it? I mean, I have my thoughts on it, but why do you think there's so much resistance to like a holistic approach to wellness from the inside out? Because that's what we do. It's all about embodiment. It's about listening totally. to what's coming up for you. How do we move it out? What are we raging the fuck out of our bodies? Right. You know, right. what do you want? Claim it, use your movement to do it. And I, I, I'm curious to know, like, why do you think it's like a, we do this over here, right? We do this over here. Like I do yoga here. I do CrossFit. I do, we can't seem to like combine or remix and look at wellness as a holistic place from the inside. Mm. I will say I do see wellness shifting to more of the embrace. And so got to give credit where credit is due and feed mm -hmm. the vision of the world that I believe in um, because I do see it. And there is mm -hmm. certainly like it's a percentage and sure. a fraction. Um, why do I think there's so much resistance to it? Ugh. I mean, to me, it, it kind of comes back to really a lot of what we're been, we've been saying. I mean, just conditioning, a lot of the shoulds, a lot of like, this is what you do to get to X. And there's been, I think, a lack of honoring the individual. And I mean, we see this in the foundation of education systems. We see this in Girl. so many, like, I mean, we see this in corporate, you know, yeah. life, um, which I don't know too much about, but you know, like it, it's, it's there. It's this, the structure, like structures that exist don't exist to support and embrace an individual and their own needs. And so therefore we haven't been taught to do that for ourselves. Mm -hmm. And so now I feel like for those of us who are, there's like this reparenting moment and healing moment that's happening, sure. which also takes a ton of energy and commitment um, and, and investments and resilience and, and all of that. All that. Um, yeah. yeah. That's a great question. Yeah. Well, cause I think, I, I mean, I think you're exactly right, you know, and, and just the systems that have been put in place are designed to benefit a very specific and small group of people. Yeah. You know? So when we're looking at like, why is there a resistance to doing something that's different and new? It's because anytime that anybody tries to leave the tribe, you know, it's, you become othered, you become outcast and it's unfamiliar and it's unknown. And it rubs up against what we should be doing because there has been a like a pamphlet of life yeah. expectations and timelines that we've been given totally. that we have to somehow abide by. Because if we check all these boxes, we've bought this fantasy that life will be excellent, amazing, a-okay. Totally. And I mean, you even look at if you from like a historical and timeline perspective, I mean, look at where we are now, where we have really just infinite possibilities of how you can work or who you can be with, how you can express yourself. I mean, even 20, 30, 40 years ago, that wasn't here. So Absolutely. now, you know, kind of as we were talking about before, of like set the intention and then we see everything that's in the way. I feel like now mm -hmm. it's this awakening of all the things that, you know, 
frankly, are no longer working. A hundred percent. Don't you and think And that's that really like everything that's happening right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The whole world. Can we just like re like blowing it like Nintendo reset <laughs> and like, like start again? <clears throat> but yeah, I think like after COVID, I think so much of the fabric of what we knew couldn't sustain itself anymore, which I think is beautiful. Mm-hmm. I think, I mean, look, uh, look what we're doing now. Like the, I don't, yeah. we wouldn't have done this right. three years ago, you know? Right. So I think the options and the opportunities for people to get clear with what they want, right? Like yeah. with that honesty and like, go fucking do it. Yeah, go do, You can literally like make money on Instagram for God's sakes. Like just, yeah. you know, you can do it. You can do, if it's calling you and you feel compelled to do that, there is no one way to live this life, Mm-mm. you know? Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. <laughs> yeah and it will last as long as it lasts and then when you're done with that you go do something else you know yeah. <laughs> right because right? Yeah. right you're the embodiment of that I feel like right when it's not working you peace out you pivot you go do something else yeah yeah life's too short yeah so life's what would you short what would you say to someone who's like vibing with this and is is maybe in a place where they're like oh my god I've been shooting mm-hmm all over myself and yeah. are taking inventory of their life. They're like, I don't know why, why am I doing this? What would you say to the person who's like there? I'd say the questioning is a great place to start. I'd say, give yourself some compassion and love and forgiveness for any of the things that you are shooting on yourself for you're here now. What do you want to do with it? And also being okay with not necessarily knowing what you want to do with it. And the question that I always love to give is how do you want to feel very simply? How do you want to feel like even just, how do you want to feel tonight when you get into bed and you're ready to fall asleep and playing with, okay, what are some really simple things that I can do to feel that way? Right. Even Mm -hmm. if it's okay, I want to feel calm. Okay. Three deep breaths can help you feel calm. And so beginning to practice how you want to feel in even the smallest micro ways. And the more that you practice that feeling, the more you will be inspired. It will come to you naturally Mm -hmm. to more things that will guide you to feel that way. And then it just builds on itself. It's like these breadcrumbs. And, you know, we often are, we're conditioned of like, Oh, but how do I, right? We get all in the mind of it, but just come back to that feeling and practicing the feeling. Do something to feel that feeling. I love that. Do something to feel that feeling, even as small and as seemingly insignificant as it may feel or think, just do what you can in the moment to feel that feeling. Yeah. Yeah. Or, and even, you know, just on being on the pathway to feeling that feeling, right? Like there are moments when sometimes you're like, well, I, I, I can't feel peace right now. Or, you know, that, that doesn't feel accessible. Okay. So just beginning to shift towards even thinking I am opening myself up to experience peace, right? Just Mm -hmm. giving yourself that grace of meeting yourself where you're at and looking towards where you want to go and trusting where you want to go. I love that. Thank you. I feel like this is my therapy session. For you. <laughs> <laughs> I 
I'll send you a Venmo later. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I think that's I, that's so true because you you're starting that rumbling for the energy that you are requesting for the world to meet it, and it mm-hmm. can't meet it if there's no space, and it can't meet it if it's not claimed. Right. You know. Right. Start right. Fucking claiming it. Yes. Yeah. I love this. I love this. All right. So as we wrap up today, um, is there anything that you want to end with? Um, words of wisdom, advice? Um, I don't know, something of like who might be feeling trapped with the capitalistic and patriarchal views of the world, like whatever, whatever you feel like you want to end with. Oh, uh, let's see. Hmm. I'm looking. I, I have some post-it notes up on my wall of just things that I've written to myself. I'm like, are any of these things? Um, okay, so I'll, I'll read a few. One of them says, think big, magic, miraculous thinking. Mm. And just like let yourself think of like what even would be a miracle that I would want to happen. That's a fun one to think about. Next one I'll share, this last one I'll share is your life is the ceremony of just everything that's showing up in your life is happening for you and for your highest good, as you said, right? Like it's, it's the flag that's waving for freedom. And Mm -hmm. so embracing everything that shows up in your life, every feeling that you feel as a call towards where you desire to go. I love that. That's the, your life is the ceremony. I have never heard that before. How fucking cool is that? Yes, it's true to embrace that, that these everyday events in your life is something important and cherished and yeah, purposeful and sacred. Yeah. Right. Like this one precious life. That's it. That's it. Nobody gets out of this alive. Yeah. Yeah. Not one. So we gotta, we gotta (laughs) like, we gotta live it up. You know, I love it. Live it it up and say what? We're dancing right now because I know. Oh yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Um. I I didn't know we were doing. I could have played some music. We got to go. Um. That will be part of the dishwasher. (laughs) Like the dishwasher soundtrack. Yes. (laughs) All right. So before we hop off, I like to end every session with um a game I like to play called How Millennial Are You. Okay. Just a fun, because you know me and my fanny packs in my 90s, (laughs) my 90s questions. So we'll end. um, And I have to figure out how to make this a game, like with viewer participation. I don't, you know, like there might be like a question on Instagram or something like that. I don't know. Because these are good. These are good. So they're going to progressively get a little harder. Okay. Okay. So we'll start with something sort of easy. No, don't. It's uh, really, this is, (laughs) this will be the, I hope. I hope that this is the hardest thing you do today. (laughs) I do. I do. All right. You ready? Yes. I'm ready. According, and I'm reading it just as the card says. So, okay. According to their biggest hit, what does crisscross make you want to do? Jump, jump. (laughs) Yeah. Perfect. One point. Thank you. (laughs) Um, Bonus in that category. What clothing look did they uh, popularize? Was it like the really, really baggy pants? But something about that and the way that they wore those baggy pants and like really, uh, really low and like baseball jerseys, but like backwards. They wore their clothes backwards. They wore their clothes backwards. I didn't know that. 
Really? No. Oh, well, well, look at you learning something new today. <laughs> okay. Um, ready? Yes. Which one is not a variety of Lunchables? Oh. Pizza, tuna, turkey and cheddar, or tacos? Tuna. Yeah, that's disgusting. <laughs> like, <laughs> like imagine- Lunchables are, you know, as they are already. Lunchable tuna. <laughs> Could you imagine being that kid in school who, like, brings, like, like the tuna Lunchables? Like, poor thing. <laughs> Correct. No tuna. No that tuna. person is currently healing their childhood trauma. <laughs> For sure. For sure. But I was that like weird kid who brought like things wrapped in tinfoil because my grandma made like uh, yeah. chicken parm and like cutlets. Oh my and- gosh. That's yeah. fancy. I, I will say I did bring uh, tuna fish in ninth grade and I would eat it in one of my classes and people would say things, but I was like, Psh, my life. You're like, I like it. So whatever. <laughs> I am protein. <laughs> on a hot classroom day let me tell you as a teacher I'd be like, you gotta take you gotta take oh come on girl I know. I'd be like you gotta take that elsewhere it's bad enough half of y'all don't wear deodorant you know what I mean you gotta like take that somewhere else okay third and final question what was the line okay what was the line of miniature skateboards for your fingers called? oh oh my god oh was it flip something? No. Um, was it kick something? Because the T, two words, T and D. Oh, do we know it? Do we know it? I don't know it. It's like, you know, like I can see you moving yeah, your fingers. I'm doing like, yeah, it. I see it. I don't. If I say it, you're going to be like, oh, that's what it is. Tech deck. Oh, I wouldn't have gotten that. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't know that. But I just I, just, oh, yeah, I can I remember. just remember doing it. Yeah, totally. So that's so that's what it is. So I love two out game. of three. Thank you. We love it. We love it. This is a whole board game that we should play sometime. <laughs> All right, boo. Thank you so much um, for joining and just give them a closing on where they can where they can find you well, uh, to find me. Um, Instagram, always a great place. I am at Sarah J Gaines on Instagram. That's also my website, sarahjgaines.com. Um, and that's it. You can find me in your heart and in your breath. (laughs) Love that. The spirit. We'll find you in the spirit. All right, girl. Thank you so, so much. Thank you. This was a blast. Oh yeah, baby. We made it. Thank you so much for listening. You can find all the information on today's guest in the episode show notes. So be sure to give them some love. Please follow, like, rate, and review this podcast wherever you are listening. Your support means so much and it helps the folks like you find our tribe of trailblazing badass unicorns. Don't forget to join our free text community. Just text the word sweat remix to 855-534-2890 and you are in. Get your weekly doses of inspo and motivation to live your truth. And for more information on how you can join the Sweat Remix movement community, visit sweatremix.com. Thank you so much. And remember, go be epic.